Hello, I'm David Kern. I'm Heidi White. I'm actually John Johnson. <laughs> you nailed it. Uh, and I apologize that my audio I is I feel terrible. like that is how this whole thing is going to go tonight. <laughs> Despite the fact that my audio is terrible, we are going to be here for the next uh, couple of hours because we are about to hate watch Persuasion. We're going to watch the entire new Netflix adaptation of Persuasion. And we're just going to watch it from the beginning. And you get to join us for as long or as little as you want to. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to see where this takes us. And, uh, I, it's going to be, it's going to be rough because we all are in, we all feel like it's going to be terrible. So Heidi, how are you feeling about this? I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I have fear because it, bad adaptations tend to like taint the book for me, but Did you say I think bad adaptations, bad adaptations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, I got it. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Um, Bam but I feel like this one's going to be so dreadful that I won't <laughs> connect it to the source text. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to be good. It's going to be bad enough to not feel like an actual adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, how are you feeling? I'm nervous for a very different reason. I'm afraid that I'll like it. And it'll be live and I won't be able to hide my reaction. I'll just like it and it'll be out there and everyone will know. And we'll judge you. And we'll yeah. judge you. I don't want to like it, but I'm afraid that. David, you know. what kind of fears well, do you have right now? I'm just, I'm just annoyed that my mic isn't working. And so I'm using the computer audio <laughs> and it, I'm going to be thinking about it the whole time. The whole time. For the next hour and 49 minutes. Okay. Speaking of which we have it queued up on Netflix. We all have it queued up. We all have the subtitles on. We're going to have, um, yeah, subtitles are on and we're going to, uh, I don't know. This is, we're going to have a time together. I've got my Mexican Coke, some sour Mike and Ike's. Do you guys have any snacks? We're watching a movie. I, I've I got did a, not a think this through at all. Generous pour of bourbon. All right. Well, you yeah, you got to get through I this. I don't have <laughs> any wine. What am I thinking? Maybe, maybe you got to have somebody do it. Emily, can you DoorDash? Can you get a DoorDash? DoorDash of wine. Here we go. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna that. cue this up. So it's. Uh, are you ready? Okay, we're we're all at the very beginning. So yes. when I say one, I'm gonna say three, two, one. Play on play. We not all on play. one, but on play. No, not on one. Play. All right, okay. are we are we ready? I got yeah. this. Okay, three, two, one. Play. Okay. Oh, the the Netflix logo. Yeah. It's, it's the Netflix logo. Okay. At Blue Box. Soft, Soft instruments. instruments. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Classic, classic Jane Austen adaptation music. Ooh, Fingers in the Grass. Oh, wow. She's I wish this nature. grass were your hair. What's going on here? Is yeah, that- I don't know what's going on there either. Yeah. They're already kissing. Dang, is this, a, already? Is this no. a kissing book? Is this a no? This would not. This would not happen. In she real is life, a or? lady. Yeah, in real life. Well, I mean, in <laughs> Jane Austen, in Jane already Austen. in yeah, England, in, right? In their real life, yeah. Right. Oh, smoothing his brow. Did she just say "help my heart"? My heart held, <laughs> held her heart. Oh, oh which uh, not literally. Heart. I hope, but you never know. That could be like Pride and Prejudice and zombies. There is sure. so much kissing happening in the first yeah. thirty seconds of this movie. I thought for they were Jane supposed Austin. to wait twenty years for kissing. What's going right? on here? 
Where are we on uh, Dakota Johnson in general? Sean, what are you? Boo. Oh, just crying. Boo. <laughs> you don't like Dakota Johnson or you don't like I'm not crying? a fan. I wish that people would get over her. I actually like Dakota Johnson. Did you see her new movie? Um, uh, Cha-Cha. Uh, you recently said she would be good at something. Didn't you say Lizzie Bennett? I actually could. Which, well, I mean, maybe not this version. Oh, she's drinking wine out of the bottle. Now she's having a warm oh, bath boy. and crying. Oh, dear. Lord have a mercy. And I she am actually just narr- She's just narrating all the things that were narrated. Yeah. The rabbit's the best part of everything that just happened. <laughs> she, she just said she's been sarcastic. And then she said, who needs romance when they need family? I mean, mm. good font work, though, I will say. It was a nice font. I foresee that the best part of this is going to be this dad right here, her dad, yeah. because he's awful in the book. And so sure. he's very easy to caricature. And I think that's, I, you can, I can already tell it. There's her rabbit again. I already don't love the uh, fourth wall talking to the audience thing. Yeah. It's no. weird. Well, and she's very soft-spoken. The whole point of the book is that she's a she character. She's yeah. not Lizzie Bennett. She's, <sighs> Yeah, they're already playing her like a like a like a um aggressive version of a Lizzie Bennett. Yeah. Drinking wine out of the bottle. I mean, that's something I would do, but not her. <laughs> Wait, how old how old is Anne Elliot in the book? 27. She's tw- what'd you say? 27. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so this so this that part and it of was this 19. Works. She was engaged to Wentworth when she was 19. Yeah. But no, they did not kiss in the grass. That didn't happen. <laughs> I guarantee you. Well, I mean, maybe that's foreshadowing later in the in the movie. Okay. I'm already wishing that I had bourbon. Yeah. Um, so I need it. I don't even this... want wine anymore. I just need a bottle of burn. I'm drinking straight out of the bottle because of how bad it is that she's drinking wine straight out of the bottle. Yeah, that's right. I feel What's like with the rabbit? Is... I, nobody knows. It's just like a mysterious it's you think it's like a symbol or is it a freudian thing yeah i don't know she's the middle child so she so she has to have a rabbit to make her seem eccentric oh the yes. crack in the looking there's a little alice in wonderland anachronism right. for yeah, you. The white rabbit there you go is that elizabeth or mary That's an incredible amount of sarcasm in this movie you know it reminds me of like the tone slightly of that emma version yeah Yeah. but i think they wanted to be the 2020 emma yeah but the emma at least i don't know took the book seriously yeah and it wasn't that was a modern adaptation it wasn't a modern story yes this is just a modern story already okay debt he's in debt And there she is, just sitting in the back having opinions, <laughs> like it's her full time job. What do we think of her hair, Heidi? I actually like it. I think that it's. I think it's pretty. <laughs> I think she's pretty, and I like the way. I like the way that looks. It looks like the the movie looks nice. It just isn't. <laughs> i do wish so, that we dress like that still kind of sure. a little hot that uh, is yeah 
she got- looks very and looks very comfortable though compared to everyone else right. that's true because she thinks for herself clearly she doesn't have to impress men anymore so she's just going for it do um so i wonder so if people are watching along with us there may come times when we're trying to figure out what's going on by listening to the actual dialogue but then we're gonna feel like maybe we shouldn't be listening to the actual dialogue <laughs> Oh, her dad just insulted her and put her down. But she, I bet she's going to show him how smart she is. And nobody's going to mansplain to her. I guarantee. Are they talking about spas? Yeah. Well, they have to, yeah. Mm -hmm. They have to go to a spa because he doesn't want to stop spending his money. Poor guy. This is he's this is they're actually doing him right. This is exactly his thing. He wants he doesn't want to have to stop spending the money. Yep. And then he wants to make sure that the people who come live in his in Kellen's <laughs> Hall when he goes to Bath are are attractive. That's really in the book. <laughs> and then he likes the way they look, so he lets them stay there. So should we let people in on the fact that um we are almost certainly a little preview of next year? almost certainly going to be doing persuasion on the show next year. Whoa. That's so. my just very favorite Jane Austen, which is why it's I am going too. to be. Is it really? Yeah. I don't, oh, I think I it's, I don't think it's the best, but I, it's my favorite. Well, probably cause Mansfield park is the best. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it's nobody's favorite, but Wait, I'm not what's... good enough of a person to, yeah. for it to be my favorite. I know, yeah. Right. I what, 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 the pride and prejudice um, disrespect here is, is a problem. there's nothing wrong with pride and prejudice yeah Yeah, it's great it's you never bring it your first it's not (laughs) it's not (laughs) that was awesome that that does seem like the theme of this movie already yeah oh that was a little that was good a little tie in there what do we think of the like the fact that it's just like 17 shades of blue going on in this room here where she her little bedroom closet it does have that same vibe as emma go ahead yeah Oh, well, and, you know, it seems appropriate. They seem she, to have made her kind of a mopey modeling character. So her blue, room is blue? Blue She's room. so blue. I'm yeah. blue. Mm-hmm. Is, that makes me think of that song, I'm, yeah. I'm Blue from the 90s or whatever. Yeah. 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 The blue house with a blue window. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me think of like fifth grade or whatever it was. <laughs> it's ninth grade. I don't know. Simpler times. They're talking about the transactional nature of marriage. Man. Sean, how is the transactional marriage of, uh, nature of your marriage? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's working out for me. I don't know about, uh, I don't know about my wife so much. <laughs> How's she feeling by the way? Uh, she's okay. She historically has really bad morning sickness. The first trimester. Mm. And uh, she's probably still got about mm. three weeks of that left. Mm. Um, but she feels really good in the mornings and then in the afternoon and evening. Pretty bad. Well, I would say don't let her, you know, I don't know that this movie is going to make her feel so much better unless it really goes, uh, climbs uphill. Yeah. Yeah. I just think they decided that Jane Austen wasn't good enough to write a script with. Like none of these words are from jane austen right it's it, none of it's lifted from at some text. point you have to move on 
Thanks, Lady Russell. <laughs> so they didn't just, uh, why didn't they just abandon all hope? <laughs> Wait, is that like a cross? cross textual reference there right we're like oh we'll throw in some dante because that's easier than jane austen yeah exactly p oh she's so sad that like there's no text good deep sigh that's from she has a very expressive face she's not a bad actress it's really did you watch the lost daughter script i didn't She's good in that. She's secondary character, but she's good. Hmm. So she's now telling us that Wentworth, um, why they didn't work out right. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was just lying face down on a bed in her blue room, and yet her hair looks exactly it was the looking same good. As it did. Yeah. Oh, she has kept it painfully in front of her. Oh, letters. I cannot, I don't even know. I'm going to have to avert my eyes when they butcher her, lo- his love letter, because it is the most romantic letter. The playlist he made me. To- <laughs> wait, what? Did, did they say a playlist? Does they say playlist? <laughs> she fanned through a stack of sheet music and said, called it the playlist he made oh for her. Oh my gosh. And there's a cowbell. Enough. Is and this there's- Saturday Night Live? <laughs> there's a, there was, ho- she gave him, he gave her horse hair. Oh. Who's sad, empty now. You know what persuasion needs? More cowbell. <laughs> quote of the night so far <laughs> now she's looking through her some new york times clips about him oh he turns a pretty penny not really but it sure looks like it right they really could have done he better with the layout a beast whale the as onlookers <laughs> so she's just kept clippings of his doings yeah she since kept they... it painfully before her she said just like you know Anne Elliot, which, okay, so Anne Elliot is a woman of character. Hope Springs Eternal, another literary reference. Another literary reference. Right. At least that one's not an anachronism. She's quiet. She's internal. She's she's more, more like Eleanor Dashwood, but she's sweeter. Like, From Sense right. and Sensibility. Well, she's, yeah. she's older. Yes, and mature and prudent. Yeah. But like has like a deep and a passionate soul that's kind of lacking in Eleanor that gives her the, this depth of soul that's like so compelling to read about. Like and she would never have said that line she just said. No. No. He was like, she's talking about a character here and she says that she's a widow, but perhaps she never mentions it because... And her her husband was a corpse, so perhaps she never when they met. So perhaps they never she never noticed the transition or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that laugh, uh-huh. that little like smirk, the gym, the gym face from the office. The right. Gym face. Yes, it is like the gym face. I like that they're using her faces. To tell us how we're supposed to think about everyone else in the scene. Yeah. Right. They're not trusting us to like feel something or understand <laughs> something about these buffoonish characters. Well, and they want to, exactly. And I think they want to make her like ironic and above everything, but that's not Anne in the book. That's more like Lizzie, but just like a snarky Lizzie, mm-hmm. but she's not Lizzie Bennett, but they are playing her like that, like an assertive, 
um, witty. She's not witty at all. That, that note has an emoji. What? Did you see that? It had <laughs> yeah. two eyes with a, with a sad face. <laughs> and she's eating raw asparagus. She just ate raw oh asparagus <laughs> with her fingers. Gosh. With her fingers. Which, by the way, is the way you're supposed to eat asparagus. If you look it up in Emily Post, you eat asparagus with your fingers. Fair enough. Oh, well, all right then. I stand corrected. Yeah, but I didn't know that. These people who made this movie don't know that. <laughs> I bet they don't. I'll bet $100. Well, they, they nailed it anyway. <laughs> shrubberies. I do like the word shrubberies. It just makes me think of Monty Python. And I would definitely live in this house. Do love a good English she, country house. Have you heard about the castles they're giving away in Italy? They're giving away no, castles. This is true. You can. They are giving away castles. You have to in Scotland. They're doing the same thing. You have to commit to caring for it and restoring it, and you can just live there, and they'll give it to you. They'll okay. give it to you. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, wow. yeah, okay, done. <laughs> so now she's walking through this house alone after they that moved floor out. Is dreamy. Yeah. She's, yeah. And she's dressed like it's, I don't know, 1947. Yeah, right. no, it looks like it's like a, uh, a, a, a like a. She's a, like, I'm just um, going to wear my blouse. Willa Cather novel. Yeah, if I was cool 100 years from now, how would I dress? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very sheer blouse. Like, there's no way. No. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, no, for sure not. So she looks lovely, a- but that's not. It's not World War II. Yeah. It's yeah, Edwardian England. Yeah, we're not complaining about. Mm-hmm. I, like, I can see why they chose her, but also like they're setting her up to fail. Yeah, and we're probably going to get a Edwardian wardrobe scholar who listens to this and explains how we're all wrong. But I don't even care. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Take that. Yeah. Now. I will say that like with everybody knows that with that Pride and Prejudice adaptation, the one the one that I actually like, mm-hmm. one of the reasons I like it is because it's Lizzie Bennett with dirty hems, right? Like yeah. she got she gets dirty. That's right. Whereas in the other one, she's just like like she this is Lizzie Bennett would be out in out in the world and her dress is always like perfect. Yeah. And white. And so I don't wanna, you know be a hypocrite here but that outfit just now did seem a little bit like it was out of like uh um remains of the day or something right sure i don't like the fourth wall break i don't like it you don't Uh, what if he's been pining for me day and night all these years (laughs) hashtag things Anne elliot would never say and that's i mean yeah that's the thing about Anne elliot she's over it i mean she's not She's not over it, over it, but she has made peace with living the kind of life that that looks like she's going to live. Right. Not she's pining. Right. That's painful. Yeah, yeah. You mean in this movie she's pining? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the novel she's not pining. In the movie she's pining. Right. Right. Part of the interesting, <laughs> one of the interesting things about the novel it. is her and the, reawakening to the possibility of love. Yes. That's a great shot right there, but where she's walking uh-huh. into this cottage with, with the rabbit. So the, the, the also, the other thing is, would they have ever gotten, would she have ever gotten out of a coach without the coachman helping her? No, like 
There's no good, decorum. Good and, and actually, I think that's a huge mistake, even in a modern retelling, because one of the things that is so compelling to moderns about Jane Austen is the sense of decorum. It's the rules. It's uh, and, and that's why we're so drawn to it because it's so foreign to us. So to take that out of an adaptation seems like just stripping away the thing that moderns actually like about Jane Austen. Yeah. So people call this the Bridget Jones's diary adaptation. But the thing about the Bridget <laughs> Jones's diary adaptation is they just took that story and then they retold it. Right. Like it's not really an adaptation per se. It's inspired by. Mm-hmm. And that's they're doing this, but then they're pretending that it's an adaptation. They're, this that's is, right. I kind of like this version of her sister, Mary, though. She's funny. (laughs) Mary is a very comic character in the novel, just like the father is. And so it's fine to like make fun of him and make him caricatures and exaggerate it. Yeah. This whole thing feels a bit like a Saturday Night Live skit version of it. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's well put. The children are monsters. <laughs> Nobody cares about the theater anymore. I love her. She's my favorite part so far. Oh, Louisa. So they're meeting the... Uh... I'm so close to death. I can feel my organs decomposing. <laughs> um, yeah, they're meeting the sisters-in-law. Or, well, we are, I guess. I love her. She's the best part. The, the, sister. the sister? Okay, so here's the... Ladies don't like to be trampled. The uh... Oh, Lord, have mercy. So they have the husband and the nephews here. So do we need to talk about the the uh, elephant in the room? What's the elephant in the room? <laughs> the the um, incorporation oh, of- Oh, like the multicultural cast. Yeah, the multicultural, yeah. the diversity. Yeah. Like what's your, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know some people are like, it's not realistic, but then I mean- does it? That's that's not one of those things that ever. I actually kind of enjoy right. when they try things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. I, yeah, I if it's a period piece, but it's not like it's a historical event mm-hmm. that is being retold in some way that makes it anachronistic. I don't, I don't mind or, or really even. When they did it in David Copperfield, it. was it last year with the David Copperfield? Oh, yeah. It was great. Like they did a really good job with it, but because it's just front and center. And ever since, I feel like ever since Hamilton, that's been this trend. Mm-hmm. I think it works because sure. it's so obvious. Like, Yeah. I always think, is it better? Like, should they comment on it or should they just let it be? Like, is it better to just like their characters who are black or Hispanic Mm -hmm. or whatever, and then like, let it be part of the story or do they need to incorporate that in and then make race, like, do they need to comment on it? Because, you know, that's, that's where it starts to get great for me because you got to keep the, and a good adaptation is going to keep the essential, like the essence of the story. Yeah. When you start to comment on it, 
in order to justify it, it starts to get in the way. I mean, it feels ham-fisted at that point. Right. Yeah. I don't mind it, but when it becomes the the issue and it gets in the way of the story you're trying to tell, it seems silly. Yeah. 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 I think I agree with that. To me, the reason it works is if it's ignored as an issue and it just becomes a human story and it's universalized that, especially with um, an adaptation from a book or a story, like when they do it in Shakespeare, those kinds of things, if they have like a woman yeah, yeah, Prospero, yeah. you know, I like, I, I or, like or it. Or Denzel Washington, yeah. much ado about yeah. nothing. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or Macbeth. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. like Denzel Washington's brother is, is who is it? Keanu Reeves. And nobody mm-hmm. talks about it. Right. I, I just think that works when it's just like, here, here are some humans playing humans. Yeah. But when, like you said, when it, when it becomes commentary, then it's adding something onto the story that isn't there. And then I just think it's, it just kind of loses credibility to me at that point. So we've got this hurt kid now and Marius does not seem super uh, sympathetic to her. Marius Marius has gone from comical to callous. Yeah. She's that's rough. I still love her. I think she's great. She's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an empath. (laughs) What? What? She's saying that she can't be around her children when they're suffering because she feels it too deeply. Too deeply. Is Anne okay? So she just said Anne is yeah. not sensitive. Is Anne in the book? Would you describe her as an insensitive? Very, no, she's very sensitive. It's the whole point. She's like tender heart. She's kind hearted. She has this deep soul. She's the only one who's paying attention. And she's not so, funny. She's cracking zero jokes. They're like yeah, Anne yeah. Elliot cracks no jokes. She's very serious. So Anne is now with this poor oh, child. Slow, melancholic music. But she is the sort of suffering servant in yeah, the novel. That's so, true. This is consistent that she's stuck. I mean, and it's an easy out because she was going to have to go face this man that she hasn't seen in forever. Right. But she is drinking wine, looking out the window, saying, I if cannot I even handle the drinking time, alone thing. Not drinking from the bottle, so it's an improvement. I guess. Nothing went like an Edwardian maiden. Drinking so alone. She, okay, hold on, hold on. What so she just pushed the happened? window open, yelled the guy's name, and then when he looked, she was like, "Oh crap!" And then she ducked, and now she just dumped oh, wine. She's on her pouring head. wine on her head. She's going to drink from the bottle again. Yeah. This I feels like they wrote it as they went. That's right. This movie, like if what this movie was a person. <laughs> <laughs> and she's wearing her hair down at breakfast, by she the way. Too soggy. How did she get that all clean without a shower? It, and how difficult it was to get water. She oh, got all that wine out of her shampoo. hair. Yeah. She's just doing that dry That's shampoo. a really good point. So hot right, right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now she's making her a jam mustache on her face. Oh. Uh oh. Okay, Heidi. Oh no. Oh boy. Mm, here he comes. Oh man, what a scrape she's in, huh? I hate this. Oh man. <laughs> so man. they just met and she has a strawberry mustache and, and she is had making a... fun of sailors, which yeah. you know, hey come on man. He's a they... sailor. 
making fun of sailors. Heidi, what are, what's your take on this Wentworth? Um, I don't know yet. You look <laughs> old. <laughs> oh my gosh, all I want is for this to be a sitcom or over. That's enough. <laughs> your face has matured. She's trying to come back from saying you look old, which I take it. I don't remember being in the book at all. Your hair remained. Okay. So this is funny dialogue, but I also hate it. Yeah. Your hair looks appropriate. Oh, yeah. It's like a new girl episode, guys. <laughs> yeah, it is. How much of it has been? Is any of this from the book? No. Like not no, even when this, they, the gist when they of it. Meet, they're like aloof no. and yeah. like she never would have a scrape. I'm trying. She's it's Anne Elliot. So long this since is, I read this book. Yeah, this moment is too on the nose. It is funny, but it's not Jane Austen. But it's not. But yeah, yeah, it's not persuasion. Oh, she almost just said the f word. She sure did. <laughs> There's still time. I, right i wouldn't be surprised have you guys seen the new uh top gun maverick oh, that's yet? a cool shot oh yeah the they're mocking with the... did you like it sean i did i haven't seen yeah. it it's i've awesome. seen it twice <laughs> would i see it a third time i would Probably. so there's this part where there's one f-bomb in the movie and it's this part where this one plane does this crazy maneuver over the other plane <laughs> that and the guy who he like sees the plane doing this weird flip over over them and he goes what the and when none of that was scripted because the actor didn't know that they were going to do that from what I understand, <laughs> what I read. That's good. Sheer. Unscripted. Unscripted. Shock. Yep. <laughs> oh, they're sitting next to each other. Well, that worked. There we out. go. Oh, man. Oh, but then she just ran away. Oof. Oh, he looks so sad. His feelings are hurt. Oh, he and then they tried to sit in the same chair. Well. What's going no, on? No, but this isn't wrong. Everyone has an assigned seat according to rank and social status. You sit, you know exactly where you're going to sit, and you sit and now there. They're trying to figure it out. And he's eyeing her across the room while she figures out where she's going to sit. Yeah, this is maybe a contemporary this, dinner party, this. but this is not, not, uh, this isn't even like, again, this wouldn't even happen in World War II. Well, yeah. and the way they're yeah, nice. even looking at each other, the whole point of the story is they can't tell how each other feels right right now. now she's scraping and a she, chair and everybody's like. And she tries to become a wallflower and he's like polite, but distant. And there's absolutely no. Like, but she's suffering inside. Yeah. Well, she's definitely Not, suffering here. Yeah. And so am I. So. <laughs> What are they doing? So like, it's like they didn't even watch Downton Abbey and then think, okay, what's 200 years before Downton Abbey? <laughs> oh, Lord. This is right. In the book, he, he is like, pays a lot of attention to Louisa Musgrave and flirts with her. And Anne thinks that he likes her and gives up hope, abandons all hope. But he's just doing a, he's just doing it to get her attention. Maybe he's just being nice. Mm. And he doesn't know how to act around her. Like so, there's no manipulation in the story. Right. It's like they're it's not like they're playing any games with each other. They're just and they have all of this mannerly custom surrounding them 
so that it guards them from any vulnerability around each other. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the whole point. But this has just made it like this slapstick, like flirtatious mind game they're playing with each other. Guys, there's still an hour and 20 minutes left of this movie. Nuh-uh. <laughs> oh, he just said absolute boredom. And that is the right timing considering what I just said. Right? Thank you. That was perfect. Who better, Who better to, to be quiet, quiet with, than, with a wife? than a wife? I mean, I don't disagree with that. Like, we could talk. We could be quiet, right? Yeah. What's going on with his head? I don't really know. Uh, it's like it, it's a little bobble heady. Is it <laughs> is is he weirded out by the costume? You mean like is it a little is it a little I wonder how that yeah, would Yeah, he feel. doesn't know how to use his head. He doesn't know how to use his head. <laughs> you should have rehearsed more, Wentworth. Oh my gosh. Wow, what? What's happening right now? She's had a bunch to drink and she's saying things she shouldn't say. It's drunk Ann Elliot. Before he married Mary, he wanted to marry me is what I she's saying. I am like- But she's messing it up. What the heck? I am incensed. I am not okay. <laughs> this I'm is glad. nonsense. I hate this. <laughs> oh. he, she's calling him out. Oh. Like this would be embarrassing today. This is a sitcom episode. That was true, though. It's so awkward. Oh, great! Now they're gonna dance. You have in Austin. There has to be a dance. Sure. And she's gonna play the piano. And a lonely girl playing the piano. This is from the book. That marries the best part. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny. So they just made it into a comedy, into a, like a slapstick farce comedy. It's not even a yeah. satire. It's into just like a, a farce. cynical modern comedy. But where are we on sideburns? Just in general? Well, yeah, like these like uh, Do intense. Do either of you have sideburns? Smoke them if you got them. Uh. Like, like Wentworth sideburns here. Like where are we? Where Sean, would you do that? I, if I could do that, I would do that. If I could do that, though, I would do much more than that. Like what? <laughs> like a Fu Manchu? Well, like that, to get to grow sideburns like that, you have to be able to grow a beard, I think. Uh-huh. And I, I can't. They would grow you, sideburns like next that. Next time you see me, maybe I'll have shaved my sideburns oh, yeah. into. Just shave the bottom off, and you're golden. A triangle. <laughs> pointing towards my mouth. Starburns. <laughs> I wouldn't look like that though. I think we can all, you know, like that. That guy's just got he. I, he does have good hair. I will say that. It's very yeah, funny. it's all right. Okay, so they're doing something weird here with the music. So her piano playing is, it, it's her. It's in her head. They're not dancing to it. Yeah, we got moody music, but she's she seems to be playing a jaunty tune that they're dancing to, but we don't hear that. You know what? We need to bring back the word jaunty. <laughs> I, I Nobody, I people don't say now. jaunty enough i know that's yeah. just reminded me of so it. speaking of jaunts yesterday was grand pittman's birthday so happy birthday to him he's happy 47 birthday. um and uh <laughs> 37 so um she's just saying love me you idiot or kill me i can't bear it oh man 
That definitely seems like Anne. I Elliot. just, I mean, I just say killer. I'm yeah, totally right. for that, this. Now she's saying that she was doing Shakespeare. Right. Um, but uh, yesterday at we went to Graham's house for for dinner for his birthday, and at one point Lydia, who's quite usually quite shy around people, she came up to me and she said, like her hand over her mouth, very bashfully, "I want to sing a song to Graham," <laughs> and I said. Okay, so she walked over to him oh. and very quietly she hummed the Wellerman. <laughs> Speaking of jaunty, and none of us could really hear it. But then as she was leaving later, she went, she as we were leaving, she she was leaving with Bethany and she comes running back in and she says, I want to do the song again for Graham. So she runs up to him and she's she hums or whatever you word the, she sings the tune, the melody to the Wellerman That's uh, so good. shanty. So Oh, that is man. now going to be uh, part of birthday festivities. I think is oh, Lydia doing Wellerman solos again. What's with the rabbit here? She's so brave. I don't know. Not the rabbit. Not her. I mean, not Anne, but Lydia. Yeah, Lydia is very brave. She's giving herself yeah. like a pep talk. I want to do it again. I'm going to do the Wellerman too. Yeah. What a what a good choice. Good choice. That should be a birthday tune. So what she, is up with the rabbit? She doesn't know the actual words to the Wellerman, really. But when we're sitting in the car and she hears them singing it, because it's on the playlist that Bethany has for driving and stuff, she just, you know, hums it at the top of her lungs. <laughs> we're exes. She just exes. said we're exes. Oh. In a Jane Austen adaptation, they just said we're exes. Oh, man. It's a good shot. A good little tracking shot here running through the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy with a Sling. You know what this movie needs, Sean? A, a good, solid, like, fire. like 10 minute one <laughs> Just need like one shot, no cuts. Yeah. A, a extensive track. What? What would be the subject? Of I this think they're playing French shot. Revolution, you guys. They are, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Viva Le- oh, she's Anne- being Marie, Marie Antoinette. Antoinette. Yeah, yeah, right. Where? When does the when does the cake show up here? I mean, with the oh, Wentworth the- rescued her from her nephews. I bet she's gonna rebuke him. I'll pay you. I'd know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I could take care of myself. I was whatever. having so much fun. He rebuked her because uh, the boys could have got hurt. Well, he's just been out fighting with Vince. So <gasps> she he called him that game, Frederick. Guess, so. Is this... Ew. I this is so direct. This. If anybody has a drinking game or you're I would taking like a to sip of whatever it. it is, every time Heidi says, ooh, you're not well right now. Starting right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've got my Mexican Coke here. And every time Heidi says, oh my gosh, you're ooh, I'm going to take a sip and we'll see how long it lasts. Look at a hot minute. That is not going to last. You're going to need to have a whole row of them lined up. I will try to be more sparing, but I, I don't know if I can. So. I, if I just tell myself this isn't Jane Austen. Oh, this self-care. Is, ew, what? <laughs> I just did it. You guys have to take a drink. I need to fall in love with myself also. first. <laughs> Mary, best part oh, of the movie. Man. Oh, this is the second movie where she speaks Italian that she's come in recently. 
So this has that like much ado about nothing thing. I know. I was here. just saying about to say this feels like much ado. Do so. How does much ado about nothing, the Kenneth Branagh adaptation with Emma Thompson and so forth, that is is delightful. Mm-hmm. How does it manage to be both Shakespeare and feel modern? Like, what does it do that allows it to do that? This movie doesn't isn't able to do. Sean, you're first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. I think the modern sensibilities are communicated in intangible ways rather than forced into the dialogue. I think that's a big part of it. Well, I mean, the, maybe, but then you have like Kenneth Branagh, she's swinging on the swing and like so happy and he's kicking water in the pool. That feels a little modern, right? Like, Sure, yeah, yeah. But again, it's dramatized and not simply stated. Oh, right. And I guess Emma Thompson doesn't look at the camera and say, oh, I'm so blissfully happy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Heidi, what do you think? Like, what does that movie do well that manages to make it feel modern? And also like it keeps the language of Shakespeare, obviously, which Keanu is Keanu Reeves part, in but... leather pants, too. That's uh, that helps. True. That does make it modern. Yeah. yeah. Um, John Wick. I, I think <laughs> I I think part of it is that Jane Austen is 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 so culturally bound it's like mm. it it is the tension of the story is is so entrenched within the culture of the time men can't talk to women you know that she can't call him frederick they're right. forcing it into the story because they're trying to modernize something that actually just loses the the entire tension if you take away the manners right so it's I think part of it is that, um, Mm. that a great Jane Austen adaptation, frankly, acknowledges that the characters live in a different time and follow different rules than we do. And with Shakespeare's a little bit more universal. Shakespeare's just, I mean, I'll say it, like Shakespeare's better than Jane Austen. And so his stories are enduringly human across generations, whereas the appeal of Jane Austen is that it is Edwardian. Yeah. And he himself, I suppose, was putting on plays that took place in different generations, but in his own time. That's right. So then yeah. he was adapting stories for the stage of his own, which didn't have even the modern technology that a modern adaptation does. That's right. Has, has at its disposal. I will say wherever they are right now, walking in this field, having this discussion, all these woods, like I want to go to there. I know. Well, And, you, and-, and we're talking about it. It's an option on the table. Is that, can I say that, David? Yeah, I mean, we it's a it's a yeah it's a goal. We yeah, want to we do a retreat to in England at some take point. Take a close reads retreat in England. Close goals. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, and, let us know if you can come. And we <laughs> just had we just heard a conversation where they're basically saying, "I know you like this guy, but I like him too, and I think he likes me. Are you cool with that?" That's what we just got treated to. And then we also just had Mary saying that she detests metaphor. <laughs> Because she is the and only now, bright spot of this horrible movie. Now we're talking about similes. But here's the thing. Anne, Anne Elliot would not have... So she just got corrected for using calling a simile a metaphor. But Anne Elliot wouldn't have missed the two. Mixed the no. Two well, where is the chaperone? They would never be out walking in like a group of teenagers. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a married they're couple. Grown adults. There's a married they're, couple. Yeah, that's true. There is one married... Because, yeah... Mary's so, there with Charles. These sheep here remind me the other day I was driving, was going to 
visit somebody and they have sheep. And as I was driving up their driveway, the sheep just walked in front of me and then stopped and looked at my car. And just for like a long time, we made eye contact. <laughs> That's hilarious. There, one of the lines here was households with fewer than five servants are unsanitary. I think that's true. It's accurate. I have to up my servants game. Well, you just have to accept <laughs> the lack of sanitation. No, yeah, false. Right. I'm not doing that. I am going to well, get more servants. <laughs> do see the thing is, most people think like, oh, I've got five children or whatever, so they can help me be the servants, but then they also are the ones making the mess. You're just, yeah. And the mess is exponentially more rapidly growing. The than losing the, game. Than, yeah. Right. Exactly. The ox, Wait, the is she about, clean. she is okay. not a, no, no, no. She's no. Not a are you serious right now? No. <laughs> She's going to the bathroom while listening to people talk about her. I'm or no, talk way. about her father. I'm not okay. I can't even take it right now. Okay, she stopped going to the bathroom because oh, she's good. listening to... It wasn't an emergency. Oh. In the book, do they, does she listen to this conversation in the book? I don't know. And I don't remember. It has been a while, but... I don't but think so. She's... Oh, no, no. Because this isn't Pride and Prejudice. Anne doesn't have a trajectory of like... She's not like oh, Emma yeah. and Lizzie that she has to like repent of something and grow. She's yeah, or more, like she has to prove to the dude that she's worth some. Like, it's virtue rewarded is the whole story. Like that's that's her story. This is really sad. I hate this. Well, Good, good job by her friend here standing up for her. That's but that's right. not I mean, supposed to be know. her friend. That's Louisa, who's who is her rival. I'm just saying, you know, I like, know. Right. It, yeah. you know. Yeah, I get it. Just in terms of like real life, not in terms of like adaptation or even drama. It's kind of like bad drama, honestly. And bath and- <laughs> so you talked about my friend wrong, but also like, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> Also, she's going to be in trouble now because she's behind this big tree and they're about to walk past her. And she's yeah, was, oh, and she he's... still has a full bladder. Oh my gosh! Now that somebody helps the awful. now somebody helps the woman walk. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in a Jane Austen <laughs> adaptation. Like there, I've never seen. <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't know what to so, do with my hands and, right now. And, and the two of them are now walking off by themselves, which seems that's right. like it wouldn't be kosher. Yeah, no. Her hair looks really good still, though. Like, re- like yeah, it hasn't changed. Really pretty. And that's the best thing I can say about her. Which, that's a good thing. It's good to be sure. They have set her up to fail here. Yeah. she Probably she's not... She's always face down, though, in this movie. Does she just fall in her own... I, I don't like any of that. She, she probably is the wrong actress right for now. Anne. Yeah. She's definitely she, the she's too strong. They need it. She's Anna and she's sweet. a little wry and she got a limp now. Well, yeah, man, you fall in the woods. Yeah. Probably gonna get a limp. I mean, come on, you fall on purpose now. You got a limp. And that dude, that is not a gentleman. That is not a gentleman. She's <laughs> walking back there with a limp, and she's like eighty yards behind and taking these little short strides. That guy should be jumping off that wagon right now. Right? He's hustling cool over there. She's faking. 
Oh, she's gonna. She's ten minutes in a carriage in the eighteen thirties or whatever. That's, that's like around the corner. Must you be so proud? She's not proud. Ooh. Wrong movie. Wrong story. See, you could see like if they toned her down a little bit, you could see her playing Elizabeth, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And now the problem is she's done this, so now she can't be a Now she can't. She blew it. Who would be, let's say, okay, let's say she's playing Elizabeth in a movie. Who would you want to play uh, Darcy? Oh. Now that we know, no Colin Firth, no Matthew McFadden. <laughs> oh. Uh, you know, I've watched a Tom Edelson, Darcy. Hmm. You know who I would like to play have played Darcy is you guys probably haven't seen him in anything. Um the the new show um based on the Slough House books, Slow Horses, has an actor in it um named Jack Loudon. And he is also gonna be in uh he was in War and Peace, the BBC series, the 2016 oh, yeah. version. Okay. And he was also in um, uh, Dunkirk, and he is about to be in, oh, Benediction, playing Sig- Siegfried Sassoon. What? The movie, uh, what's the movie that? about, it's a Terrence Davies movie about Siegfried, Siegfried Sassoon and his various people in his life. It's called Benediction. Um, and it looks very, great. very interesting. Yeah. But he, so it's about his time, like before, like during and after the war and, um, hold on. Who's the actor Jack Loudon, but he would be a great, a great Darcy, Darcy alongside, alongside. She would her. be a good Lizzie Bennett. Like she really you, would be. And you she still have to find someone to write this it character correctly, but... like Lizzie mm, Bennett. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think those are the exact same cliffs from that. That's sh- uh, w- oh wait no that's just England. Yeah, this is lime. That's <laughs> just England. <laughs> oh, this is the cousin. Oh no, who is this guy? It's not Mr. Elliot yet. I don't think. Wait, that's his. That's his first line. You're a fan of poetry, <laughs> or is that just a rumor? <laughs> This guy is like Captain oh, yeah. Bennett here. He's just like chilling by himself. Because he's bit so depressed. He's fallen into a sadness. Yeah. He's a widower, right? Wah, wah, wah. Uh, more references. They're like, we have read other books. <laughs> we have read other books. In this movie. We haven't read this one, though. <laughs> right? This is the one that we... <laughs> You know, it's interesting because like Children of Men is a great movie and they pretty much did the adaptation based on like a summary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not And the it's book. so much better than this. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> what if he washes away? He looks like he might just fall over. <laughs> Sean, what do we think about the hats? You know... I don't hate the hats. Would you would you be a hat guy? I I could be a hat guy. I don't think I could be that hat guy. Well, like in 2022 or like in 1820. If everybody was wearing that hat, I could wear that hat. I could 
I could. See I could you even in that see myself hat. trailblazing with a hat, but not <laughs> that hat. You, you, don't think bring, the, you don't bring back hats with that hat. The the, the thing that's interesting is um, like the amount of hair they had under those hats, right? In all these all these stories. I want to go to there too. A lot of Dapper Dan. Well, it's clearly not because it's just floating everywhere. It's just like sure. flowing out of the hat. So now they're telling naval stories about Wentworth being stubborn and getting the coordinates wrong. Oh Did my they just gosh. Say fart around? What? Fart twice. They just use the phrase, let the man fart where he wants. <laughs> I've never even considered the option that there would be multiple bodily function jokes in a Jane Austen movie. Well, think outside the box. I, I guess I'll have to, but I don't want to. I like boxes. Okay, so they've just introduced <laughs> the idea that women can think for themselves. Yeah, that's right. Because that's not in Jane Austen. <laughs> They're having to make independent women into like a modern independent woman in this story because Jane Austen stories are not full of independent thinking. <laughs> oh, they're reading the romantics. Oh, they're reading, going line to line back and forth. That guy oh, just fell in love with her. Hasn't Lord Byron gotten us all through a self-pitying <laughs> night or two? He just he just looked at her like it, she also knows Lord Byron, and I think which, he's, which I do appreciate. That's a great moment because this relationship in the book really is, uh, you know, you feel for it. Mm-hmm. There's a sweetness to it. Yeah, he's in the book, good. yeah, like he's doing a good job too. This is a. Again, if this was not supposed to be persuasion. <laughs> if it were just intuition. Just, right. right. <laughs> I, well, and honestly, it's inconsistent with the character they're portraying her here. Because the point is there's all these different ways that people try to persuade each other in the book, which we'll mm -hmm. talk about next year. And we do close reason how easily persuaded Anne is. And that's her kind of like one fault. Right. And that she listens. She's so easily influenced by the people she loves. Well, and, and that's, that's not this character. Her no, ankle looks I'm, fine. I'm really surprised how little, how small a role uh, lady Russell has played right. in the movie so far. Because she just showed up one time to be like, I'm sorry. For for a movie called Persuasion, there's very little persuasion going on. Except for her persuading everybody. Oh, there, that's got to be him. Oh, yeah. That's Mr. Elliot. Sure. He's wearing black. <gasps> Did he just make like a sexual joke or an innuendo to her? She said, or he said, it seems I'm in your way. And she said, perhaps you can fix that. And he said, perhaps. And then okay. stepped aside. Can I help you with something? Oh. Oh, wow. That was the sexual in your There it joke. is. <laughs> oh, boy. What? Yeah, wow. that is the look. Yeah, he's giving him the look that he deserves right now. 
was that? That was like a good a, moment. That's, yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah. But on a scale of like zero to a hundred, how much was that meant to be like, like suggesting homoeroticism? <laughs> Who knows? It could be yeah, anything. Hard to say. Like, I, hard to I mean, say. I will believe anything right now. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Oh, she's on the beach alone, riding in the oh, sand. Oh, man. This is straight out of the lost daughter right here. She might have just filmed this on the same day. <laughs> oh, here he comes. Now they're alone on the beach, just like every Jane Austen here. And how, how did she... Okay, he walked across the beach. He walked across the beach, and she didn't hear him coming. She's, and then he stood apologizing. there. Oh, go ahead. How did she not know that he was coming? Right. He is apologizing to her for protecting her. Oh, it was clearly well intended. Oh, boy. Oh, we haven't really had a chance to talk. The opening every woman wants to hear from her Austin it's not, hero. It's not, it's not true, though. They've been talking That's like half so the time. So many times. Right. They've been talking totally the right. Where are we on Dakota Johnson's uh, accent? I don't know. I can't really hear it. I'm just watching it on subtitles. Because she is from Austin, Texas, and her parents are Melanie Griffin and Don Johnson. She Johnson. is 100% right. English. I will say she's a better actress than her parents. What? Although. Wait, you're gonna tell me that you think she's better than that her that Melanie Griffith is better than her? No, no, no. I'm just thinking Miami Vice, and uh, no, yeah, that's not, right. that's you're just Don. Right. That's just Don Johnson being his cool self. He's that's not right. acting in that movie. He's not acting. <laughs> He's having oh. a hard. He did. He he I, he. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. He looks a little bit like he needs to go to the bathroom when he saying that. He does. That yeah. He just said I would like to be friends. Instrumental music. For this. I was thinking the same. I was thinking the same. Classic. Classic. Speak talking past each other. I'm what is so he? Hurt, he just said I like, want to be friends, <laughs> and then. Now he's like, what's with his that... mouth? Is he having a stroke? It looks uh, like half his face is paralyzed. You know, I will say for um, his name is Cosmo Jarvis. I will say that for um, he played the character of Sebastian in the film Lady Macbeth. Hmm. He's also a singer. Sure, he is. He is actually English too, um, but he was in Annihilation as a special ops soldier. Huh. And Peaky Blinders. Oh yeah. Um. Heidi, we're going to need to take a breakdown of this conversation. I don't even know what's, what they're talking about. We want to be friends. You would be dope at whatever you do. Right. You want to have. I felt inadequate. 
I would ask myself, what would Ann, oh, what, wait. What would Ann do in this difficult naval situation? <laughs> W-W-A-D-H. Wow. Good thing she's such a strong, independent, modern woman. You a lie, truth. I truth. <laughs> That's not Your English. best in an emergency is... That's okay. quite a line. Hold on, let me write that down. I got to use that one with Bethany. Right. You're this... always best in an emergency. Actually, wow, that's that true. is. Yeah, that I know. True. I was going to say that probably <laughs> is right about Bethany. Oh my gosh. Oh, the world. Keep Lord have down. mercy. This oh. is enough. She is out acting him in this scene by like so much. And he's doing all the talking. So let that yeah. tell you what, all you need to know. Yeah. He, he, there I go trying to protect you. Which, by the way, if either of you ever want to protect me from something, go ahead. Because it's cool <laughs> for it's guys cool. to do that. <laughs> and I like it. And I'm also a strong woman. So The only thing that's like saving this is that I. Now we're worse than exes. Oh, no. We're friends. <laughs> is she, just as long as she doesn't go swimming, it's fine. She didn't need to. They, she, oh, oh gonna, no. She's gonna, oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's doing it, Heidi. She just threw her in <laughs> her, in her violent. This is the end of the movie, too. She's going to drown herself, and that's going to be it. She walked into the I ocean. I hope she does. She oh, just, I, well, I guess it's not the ocean. I mean, she just, she's going to swim to France now. Oh no! And, and he's, he's watching. He's watching. What? Where are all the other people here? I, What's happening? What is even well, they had a water camera, so they needed to use it. Sure. Go under. Go under the They're water. Going under. Um, yep. Oh no! Oh, oh, a little bit. What? What is that? There it is. There, the camera. Oh no, she's gonna float. <laughs> is she? She's doing a cross thing. This guy had. He's a little wooden. And not in a way that's like endearing. It's like he's 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 um overact. I don't know how to say. It. Like I don't want to be too mean. He's just like he, he. It's like they told him to be wooden. They have right. like see him no chemistry with each other at all. No, right? Like yeah, that was a because I'm like, why do you like each other? There's there's no there's no chemistry. I can't believe she just went swimming right there. <laughs> I right, honestly, it was like the only thing that could make this scene worse. Well, the thing is, I actually would want to go swimming there. Like, it looks great, but like dramatically, oh, moment. It's a bit, yeah, real dramatically, cold. it's a little yeah, bit. Read the room. Uh, yeah. The North Sea yeah. is real cold. What? Oh, oh there, there he is. is again. He's always in the way. No more good hair, though. I will say, yeah, just. You this can tell he's thing. bad because he's wearing black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or he's serious. What? Oh. I'm your cousin, but don't make that weird. <laughs> don't make Which, it weird. That is one legacy from from Edwardian England that I'm happy to see. Just go by the wayside. So. <laughs> I'm the heir to your father's estate. <laughs> Why don't we hook up? Consolidate power. <laughs> okay, so. So she is taken by 
by it was on the coach. Why do you have to ask his name? William Walter Elliott, en route to Bath, which, by the way, Bath is an amazing city. It's true. Oh my gosh, it's so delightful. I'm jealous of you both for having. We're gonna go when we do the Crowley's retreat. We'll go to Bath. How far is Bath from Oxford? It's not very far. I mean, it's England, so not very far. Yeah, nothing's far in England. Like they will go. Yeah, I mean, it's like what you would drive to get like a good taco. It's an hour and a half drive. <laughs> it says I'm it would 10 take minutes us from a good taco, so right. I don't know. Yeah. It would take us twenty hours and eleven minutes for, to walk. Okay, yeah. fair enough. The music is is the it, the tonally this movie is quite um um inconsistent. Yeah. Sean, what do you think of the Little Women adaptation, the recent one? Uh, you know what? I haven't seen it. Oh man, we got to do a, we got to do one of these on that. <laughs> Heidi, did but, you like it? But the opposite. Um. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't love it as much as you loved it. I'm not, I don't enjoy Timothy Chalamet very much. So, uh, well, luckily, I, hear he's, I hear he's good in that. Lucky, luckily he plays Laurie, which is a character that you're not supposed to like anyway. That's right. In my opinion. But it's, I mean, I don't, it's not about liking or disliking the characters he plays. I don't like him and how he plays all of his characters. He Is it just because he's so handsome? <laughs> He's so young and handsome. That's got to be it. I just hate that about him. Wait, what happened? Oh, here we go. Guys, this is it. Oh, good. But you just don't hate her enough in this movie. I know. She's so likable so far. Why did they do that? I don't know. Wait. She's even wearing like this lovely white dress. Do be careful. And then he just leaves her alone. We're talking about her. We're talking about her. What? Okay. Is that like a joke? Is that like a wink? Come on. No, no. Okay. Oh, it's getting crazy now. Oh, she's totally jumping, dude. Okay. There we go. Finally, crack that girl's Wait. head. But I, so they're clearly trying to like wink at us who know the story here. Yeah, that was, oh man. But they had to make it like she's a woman who chose it for herself, not like she slipped and fell down the stairs. She chose it for herself. Yeah. I'm jumping with you, catch me or not. So the book, she slips, right? Yeah, she just like is walking down the stairs. No, it is no, it's something like she's being playful. Yeah, yeah. But it's not as it's not as uh it's well, not they, as blatant as that. The scene, the way they the way they did that though didn't it, it was confusing be, well not even confusing, it's just like the beats of it are are odd. Yeah, yeah. And even like I'm not a fan of the way they edited it. It's hard to read and care for it, yeah. So are are they just trying to like invert our expectations of every character? Is that 
what they're doing? Like, it's a real question. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to figure out why everybody is wrong. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it's all supposed Mary- to be a wink. That's like just failing. Is Mary wrong too? No, she's actually good. She's the same. Like she's self-centered and talks Anne's ear off. And Sean, those horses pulling the carriage. What do you think they're the same? I, you know, I think they're actually performing better than the ones in the novel. Would you like this movie if you didn't know the story? No. Me neither. It doesn't like it. I wouldn't still be watching this movie if I didn't know the story. (laughs) If if it, but here's the thing: if it were not the story, there'd be a lot of stuff that they would not have had to included. That's true. So they, yeah, it would it benefit would... from not being the story. What? He's admitting that he... Uh, did you guys see that? He's yeah. in the carriage with Anne and he's admitting, like, I was playing with... I was leading her on. Oh, and it you led and I to could have this. been together, but I've been flirting with this girl who cracked her head open, so now I'm stuck with her. And I'm probably going to have to be with her until she, you know, while she's in a coma or if she wakes up brain dead. or <laughs> Man. Oh, Great house, though. I don't know that I it would have looked like that in Edwardian times. It's a good but... house. That is a nice house, you guys. Scotland, How many people Italy. do you think are still yes. with us? Oh, I, I don't know zero, why anyone right? would turn this off. This is like <laughs> this is high quality energy. I think yeah, we're going right. to win. We've gained, I think we're going to win some awards. People. people have jumped into this point. Why aren't there podcasting awards? Yeah, there are. There are. Why haven't we won any? Well, <laughs> uh, we've never, we've never applied. Let's apply. Dear to apply. sir. I'm pretty good at writing essays. For your consideration. Yeah. Some listener out there, maybe. Okay. So we haven't had a fourth wall in a while. I'm honestly kind of ready for one. They've really conditioned us for it. I know. She's sort of, she's got these asides, but she hasn't talked to us in a while. You know what Dakota Johnson needs to play? What's really missing on her resume, Sean? Yeah. There's two things. One, she needs to play a hard-driving journalist. Sure. Like a la oh, yeah. um, Rachel McAdams in that uh, that movie with, with Ben Affleck. Like? No, uh, Spotlight, oh, yeah. Spotlight, well, Also that you. one, yeah, yeah, Spotlight. Yeah, exactly. And then she also needs to play a, uh, like, in Sicario, the Emily Blunt character. Yeah, yep. yep She'd be great right. in both of those. Like, she needs Probably. an action, like cop type type role where she yep. beats somebody up and then she, <laughs> she and then she needs up. it's really a shame she well you know the first thing i ever saw her in was um uh the face the the um the facebook movie um please yeah yeah facebook. social network Thank you guys social network yeah yeah what'd you say i really want to have this exact picnic look at the size of that picnic can we uh, please do this <laughs> let's do it when we go to england oh. yeah you got to come along with us everybody <laughs> or whoever can so that we can ha- have a picnic like this in the, in the woods. Heidi, between the two of these, which outfit are you? you uh... I, was, I mean, I was just looking at the outfits as I'm sure you can probably tell. And actually Dakota Johnson's outfit, I'm not even going to say Anne Elliot cause she's not, um, right. is gorgeous. And I would totally wear that. It still doesn't feel right. It's not period. right for the period. No, no, no. This is this is what this is what Dakota Johnson would wear in the movie where she's playing the hard driving journalist. Because yeah. right now she's meeting with a source. 
That's right. oh, this is a better movie. <laughs> okay, let's pretend that she's a journalist the rest of this movie. And she's just pumping them for information. So, fun fact when Lucy and I listen to Justin Bieber songs in the car, which we do a lot because I recently discovered that. I actually like Justin Bieber songs, but huh. we, I know it's really sad. And I, in between she listens to say Matthew's passion and then just puts on a little, and then uh, just puts on a little right. Justin Bieber. And our, our, we always pretend, we always pretend that it, we always sing it. Like he's standing over someone about to murder them <laughs> <laughs> and all of them work. Everyone <laughs> work. like, listen, the next Justin Bieber song that you hear, it is, it totally works. It'll be a while, but I'll think about it. No, it's not. I'm, I'm going to read some lyrics for you here. Oh, my gosh, that line. That line. She, she said, is there, a, is there a romance brewing? And then she said, could work. He's a 10. I never, never trust, trust a 10. A 10. <laughs> Where do we, okay, agree or disagree? Oh, oh there's Beth. Mm-hmm. Agree or disagree with that thesis, that, that, that uh, rule for life? Oh, um, I, I mean, yeah, probably. You don't want to put all your eggs in that basket because God never gives the both hands. Well, there's the hot, crazy scale. The hot, crazy so, scale. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It works. That's more for women, though. I feel like it's more. Uh, yeah, but what's okay, uh, maybe, what if it's not hot, crazy for men? What is it then? Did you ever see that 30 Rock episode where John Hamm plays the handsome oh, yeah. doctor? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. So yeah. here's, a, here's Justin Bieber lyrics for you. Um, I wanted to get him right. We always, whenever we hear this song, we just pretend we're about to murder someone. Here's the chorus. So you pretend you're about to murder. Well, or as or one. So you're just putting on like your psycho. And the other one is his victim. That's Uh, how we usually play it. Right, and Lucy (laughs) likes to be the murderer. So here's the lyrics. Sure. If I can't be close to you, I'll settle for the ghost of you. I miss you more than life. And if you can't be next to me, your memory is ecstasy. I miss you more so, than it, yeah, it, it's like, songs right there. It's like Poe, or it's like uh it's it's um he doesn't want to have to murder her, but but he's you gonna know. But it's he's every gonna. single Justin Bieber song. I challenge you to find one that doesn't work as if there is a murderer standing over you. <laughs> <laughs> that green wow. is really nice. It's so wearing. lovely. It's true. I mean, it visually, this really is a stunning movie. Yeah, agreed. I'll uh, I'll concede that. <laughs> oh, the feather's gonna do it, lady. The feather is gonna yeah. do it. What? He's like super, super aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> yeah. What in God's name is happening? She says, "Heidi, how are you? Are you okay?" I, I mean, I was okay. I, I've been a while since I've been okay. Man, <laughs> you gotta get some wine. I know. Or I could just pour it on my head, like Anne Elliot. That's in right. In persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Classic Anne Elliot. Classic. On the scale of attractiveness. Are which of these two who who well this is kind of this is like a this is a terrible thing to even ask which of these two is more attractive? I think he's more attractive. I don't. She doesn't. She doesn't quite work for me. She's not here. Yeah, but you because you might like a woman more like Anne Elliot. Maybe. Yeah. 
Is in the book is Anna? Is she supposed to be really beautiful? She's pretty. well. She she her oh, beauty, I just don't her youthful this. beauty has faded. Mm-hmm. But there are moments when you sort she's of she's so old. She's twenty seven. So yeah. yeah. She was not a she was not a lifelong beauty, mm-hmm. but she had a kind of youthful beauty, and it has gone. But then it sort of there are flashes of it. Yeah. So but then, it's her character. Her character is what's yeah, right. so sexy about. Her. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then choosing it's an interesting choice to to choose Dakota Johnson, except that you want like a name, you want the energy that she's gonna bring. Sure. Because Dakota Johnson is like kind of known for being beautiful, I guess. Sexy. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's just like reputation. Right. There, the piano in the background is, um, is, uh, a little bit, um, uh, stereotypical here. Yeah, that's right. Could you play that, Sean? <laughs> On Spotify. Hey, hey, Heidi, mm-hmm. let's say that you could. In, in in add any instrument to the soundtrack on this movie, what would it be? I can't Ooh. hear it. Oboe. I mean, it might as well be anything <laughs> like the bagpipes for what they're doing to this movie. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you want to do? You get to choose here. Zither. Oh, we're gonna Maybe do a little like, uh, Austrian is, music. What's that? That's right. What is that? I don't know. The what that zither? Is. Yeah. You gotta look up some zither music. Have you seen the third man? Yeah. Uh the the, the soundtrack. soundtrack is heavy. Oh. Heavy on the it's okay. a stringed instrument. It's kind of like the sitar but it's eastern european. Okay. You know this you know that the third man is in my Mount Rushmore like top 4 favorite movies ever. Uh understandable. I didn't know that. It's so good. You know what they say and about the apartment. Cuckoo, cuckoo clocks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and the apartment, that's right. Sean, what are your four favorite movies? Of all time? No, just of this year. Yes, of all time. <laughs> the <clears throat> uh what is the, happening? What just happened, Heidi? Yeah, you, we gotta hold we gotta put that on hold. This is this is something's happening here. He said I, he was experiencing joy and I think he squealing? had a, a seizure. I a seizure is a generous seizure. <laughs> It's not the word. Yeah, that's right. So, okay, Heidi, at this time, uh-huh. what would people have, like, would, what would, how would these women have dressed at breakfast with their father? You would come down fully dressed with your hair up. Like, you would you never leave your dressed. room. Because yeah. she looks, she's wearing a robe and drinking coffee. Like, with they look her like. hair down. Like, yeah, they're. She, like they're at a hotel on like they're at a hotel but yeah. the other the other two do not like she, her independence she's a she's a dare i say a modern woman clearly she's a modern woman so modern that looks like a yummy meal wow and this is such a beautiful movie that's a nice shot there good symmetry yeah, yeah. whatever oh, with man. the pineapple there did you know so my family, my German family, the Brockhouses, they yeah. had a coat of arms because back in the 19th, 19th century, and that's what you did. They, they were like actually aristocracy. Like one of them married Richard Wagner and so forth. They wrote the German encyclopedia. 
and or dictionary, one of the two. But anyway, they had a coat of arms and the pineapple was the key part of the, the coat of arms Whoa. because it was like in Western countries or I guess it was a sign of rich being rich because it's not like you could just go down to the corner and get a you pineapple. Just, yeah, pick up a pineapple. Like you weren't getting pineapples to treat your scurvy that you got in uh, <laughs> in the streets of London. Also, why sure. is she so slurpy? Because she's They're making f- and sardonic. It seems like she just is not what she's what? talking about an octopus the octopus what is happening I, do you guys think i'm on drugs right now <laughs> i didn't know I think that what they do is they in they Maybe I'm on drugs. virtually Maybe inject on the same drugs. They inject something into the air around you when you're watching this movie. <laughs> wow. What? Oh, what an octopus wrap you up in his tentacles? Uh, <laughs> how much um, sexual innuendo isn't there in the book? There's, I'm gonna go with zero. There's zero. That's a big fat none. Whoa. This is actually really funny, but just not. It's funny. Like, can but you it's write not... your own movie and just not? The, call it also this? she can't be smart and also say things like that though. Right. No. Right. It has to be like a Bill Murray movie where like. Right. She yeah, can't... Is this <clears throat> is this a victim? Is this movie a victim of the 2020 Emma? Or of the um, uh, the Amazon Enlightenment, movie, um, the the love and friendship <laughs> movie, uh, love and friendship, love and friendship, the one that was made by uh, Kate Beckinsale, Whit Stillman. Yeah, yeah, that movie's good. It is good. I, both of those movies are good, but this one, which which movie is it trying to be and failing? That's a really good question. It's not Emma because this, Emma took no. the book seriously. Like this is told the story with the words of Jane Austen. Yeah. So I'm so curious. Love and friendship, though. I don't. This is something else. Like it's I don't know what this animal. is. This is going to go down in history as. What is she wearing? <laughs> I, oh my gosh. She just got off the train on the way to now go, it's eighteen to, to go sell war bonds. <laughs> no, or she's maybe going to her teaching school. Uh, she's going to be studying alongside Anna Green Gables. Sure, yeah, yeah, in Nova Scotia. I don't know. I think she looks good though. She Prince looks Edward lovely for a sure. Different... She looks good for the nineteen forties. That's how they get the whole. That's how they. Get, yeah, she exactly. She just she's she's selling war bonds. That's what she's doing. That's what she's doing. <laughs> She looks like okay. What's the we did Howard's End? She looks like she should be in Howard's End. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. What movie is this trying to be? I don't know. It's almost like a like uh, Clueless. No. But, or uh, what's just no? What's that, Clueless is a way better adaption than this. What's is. that nasty uh, Netflix show? Uh, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Oh, that's how it shows horrible. Is, is that what's going on here? I sh- well, I then why know. isn't there, why is there like, 
it's way more tame in terms of the I mean, isn't Bridgerton like a? It's yeah, tons Bridgerton. Of, like, I, sex and I stuff? had to but turn you don't it off. Get crucified by the Jane Austen right. people by going too overboard on that stuff. I just think they're trying to subvert what she's yeah. doing. Like, yeah. I, what I what I can't tell is if this is a bad adaptation or if this is an intentional distortion. Like, sure. And I think I'm kind of leaning towards the latter at this point. Hmm. Like, it's just so, I mean, as soon as I saw that the tripping thing, when she, when uh, that clear, like wink to the audience yeah, with um, Louisa falling down the stairs that I was like, oh, maybe they're doing this on purpose, not just to be funny, <laughs> but to like right. subvert the whole story. That is a lovely shot of that, of that um, crescent in Bath. Okay. It's a beautifully Con- shot movie. Constant Grady uh, at Vox.com writes, it's hard to overstate just how bad Netflix's persuasion is and in how many ways. As an imitation <laughs> even of Netflix's hit, Bridgerton persuasion is a pale copy. Oh, no. She talks about that for a while. She's crying in the bath now. Then she says, <laughs> as an adaptation of Jane Austen's persuasion, it's a disaster. Where Austen's mm. original is devastating in its restraint, this film is broad in its humor, shallow in its emotions, and ham-fisted in its characterization. Unforgivably, it makes a mess of one of Austen's most romantic moments, That's right. undercutting the iconic letter-writing scene until it's lost all internal logic and all emotional power. Oh, yeah, we haven't even gotten that's that true. I'm like so because that is oh, the most no. romantic letter in literary history, and uh, I, I I'm not even going to be able to handle it. No, nope. I'm going to explode. This is the end. Let me. I need to say my goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmic gloss. Uh, you know the thing is, I'm not really sure why she's upset. No. Wentworth has lost the polished charm and go-getter energy of his book counterpart. That's right. That's true. He's not broody or melancholy in the book the way he is here. He's just like a really successful guy. Yeah, he's able, he's decent. Here's the, here we go. The thing is, persua- uh, Austin's persuasion is already makes sense in the 21st century. Sure, the social codes <laughs> that made Anne Elliot determined to cover up her own heartbreak have changed, but the emotions at the core is novel, loneliness, longing, despair, mm-hmm. breathe powerfully through into the present. Um, adapting Emma into Clueless worked because its transposition of Regency Morris into a 90s SoCal high school was playful and witty. That's right. Yeah. wasn't explaining Emma to an audience too dumb to get it. It was having fun with its audience. Persuasion's attempt to transpose modern mores into Regency England just feels clumsy and condescending. Like the movie thinks you're too stupid to understand Jane Austen on your own. So yes, instead sir. of trying to bring her work to life, it's decided to spoon feed you a summary. Oh, In one good. indelible moment of Austen's persuasion, Wentworth tells Anne, I am half agony, half hope. Netflix's persuasion is all agony. <laughs> <laughs> That's Constance Gradient. There's more to it. I just read a little bit. <laughs> did you guys did you guys see the movie The Lake House with Keanu Reeves and uh, oh yeah. Sandra Bullock? Yeah, but look a long time ago. So persuasion, I mean it's a weird, it's a weird goofy romantic dramedy where they they like pass letters across time. Uh, but but pers- the novel Persuasion plays a, a 
significant role in that movie. And uh, and I guess because they're they're living at different times, but they somehow find love with one another. And it's sort of this persuasion is about love after like in the right time. I don't know. But the, the novel itself comes up in the movie and uh, one character even contrives a way to pass the novel physically to the other character through some elaborate process. Uh, but I've always thought of that movie as more <laughs> as a better sort of film send up of persuasion than most of the persuasion adaptations hmm. out there. Huh. And it which one is that again? The Lake House. Oh, The Lake Keanu House. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not a great I've movie. I've never watched it. Maybe I will. I mean, it's better than this. Right. <laughs> if you have it. an evening to devote to this, you have an evening to devote. I, I, I want to give you guys a quick update here. We have um, 23 minutes left to go, oh, and that includes the credits. So, How is that possible, though? Nothing has so, happened. <laughs> Nothing has uh, happened. He's, Sean's crying in his bourbon. <laughs> You're right. No, There's nothing. no, like, well, she, that, she did fall. That girl did fall. She did fall. And she now she's recovered. Jumped in her And yet head. still healing slowly. T minus three minutes to the letter writing scene. And they've had a lot of angst over breaking up. Yeah. I'm yeah. refilling, by the way. You, you're going to need it. Yeah. Heidi's emptying and you're refilling. Yeah. That outfit doesn't work, by the way. She doesn't look cute. <laughs> doesn't look cute. My Anne. Oof. She's going to say it. Oh, no, she doesn't. Sean, there's, this is a good one. There's a, some funny tweets about this movie online. Uh, one person uh, said, Dakota Johnson's American accent slipping through as Anne Elliott. I wonder if her dating Chris Martin was the extent of her training. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the, awesome. the lead singer of Coldplay. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just got a text from Scott inviting me to have coffee with him tomorrow at 6 a.m. <laughs> yes, please. Like in your home? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to bed. Would you like to have coffee with me at 6 a.m.? Is this a, is this normal? Um, well, no. So I kind of love it. So I'm, I'm into it. I will okay, be there. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be up at like 4.30. So right. you, probably, you probably went up <laughs> That's to fall asleep. That's probably true. Yeah. Man. I'm just going to yeah. be laying in bed thinking about how much I hate this movie. Oh my gosh, guys. Here's a good tweet. The Benifer saga, the, the Ben and Jennifer saga is a better adaptation of Persuasion than Persuasion. <laughs> Yeah, they just got married, right? Yeah. Oh, you guys know everything. You knew about Chris Martin. Yeah. You knew about Benifer. Here's one. This is definitely not how I feel, but it says watching the new the new Netflix uh, version of Persuasion, and it turns out I don't give a you know what about historical accuracy as long as everyone in the film is pretty. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> She's really into this. 
I'm not sure why though. I don't yeah, know. Is there like some yeah. kind of pathos to have this? They, have they earned anything in this movie? Like, do one we thing? have to know Italian for this scene to make sense? He see that's how you're supposed to look. See how bored he looks. That is how you're supposed that's, to feel here. <laughs> There's not enough movie left in this for them for those two dudes to have a duel, and that's what this movie really needs. Yeah, a duel in which she then pulls out two pistols and shoots each of them. <laughs> Oh God! From your lips to God's ears, that would be a real modern woman right there. Here's um, another one. Here's another good tweet. Things that Netflix removed from the original when they remade Persuasion: subtlety, all of the protagonist defining <laughs> characteristics, the key themes, the evolution of tension between Anne and Wentworth, Mrs. Smith, the things they kept, sexy Mr. Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's going off to sea. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. <laughs> this guy. Who's got better hair between those two dudes? Mr. Elliot's got, he's definitely got under control. See, you can't say a line like that and just expect us to believe it. No. With that, where we've only met the guy six minutes ago. He said, I'm new to these genuine feelings. Push him, push him down the stairs. (laughs) What did you think he wanted? (laughs) The rabbit, the rabbit is back. Where is the rabbit? Oh, yeah. She's holding the rabbit. I I mean I just feel like the rabbit the rabbit is I don't even know More like at wine. first I hated the rabbit and at this far into the movie I love it because it's just it, the rabbit hasn't delivered a bad line yet <laughs> you're right what time of day is it yeah it's a good question no the rabbit works now that we're way into it yeah but what's its purpose yeah I, that's not important did you guys ever watch the young pope have you guys ever oh, yeah. seen that show yeah remember yeah. the kangaroo yeah. <laughs> and you're like what is even going on with this like papal kangaroo that's the rabbit fair enough and then he I says, think you're like, giving the rabbit suit? too much credit but okay he has also has a track suit the papal track suit that was my favorite thing <laughs> that was a great show that was a great show Season one was great. Season two was okay. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think Anne Elliot is a low-key alcoholic. In the book or yeah. here? <laughs> here, in the movie. Love her so much. She's just the best part of the movie. Yeah, she really is the best part. Also, this scene is funny with um their father like hovering over them in that painting. Yeah. That's a good I have, point. I didn't even notice that. I have plans. <laughs> oh, have you guys seen have you guys seen Fleabag? Yeah. No. So 
the Guardian says turning persuasion into Jane Austen's flea bag was a truly terrible idea. I, you know, I've heard that comparison somewhere too. Yeah, it must have been the Guardian. Oh, here you'll like this, Heidi. Persuasion has only been available on Netflix for a handful of hours, and so there's no real way of knowing whether Phoebe Waller-Bridge's The Star of Fleabag has seen it yet. Hopefully it isn't too late to stop her, because the sweeping wave of full-body horror that will overcome her within seconds of pressing play is bound to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And in Fleabag, there's a lot of breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, that's right. When do you yeah, guys I, watch that, these movies? That's a show. It's a show. When do you it's people like? When do you watch shows and movies? At this like, time, when do you do I that? Mean, yeah, right now. This time of day. <laughs> it's midnight Eastern time right now. <laughs> Have you guys watched um, the Old Man? No. On FX, it's super good. Is it good? I haven't yeah. watched The Beast yet either. Um, the bear, the bear. Thank you. Yeah, that that show has a lot of cursing in it because it's about chefs. So, um, <laughs> but oh my gosh, it's it might it's the best thing I've seen in years. Years. Yeah, the best show. It's my favorite. I don't. The last time I liked a series as much as I liked that was probably season two of Fargo, like seven years ago. Oh man, I think he's writing the letter right now. But right. I don't even care. Don't even you know care. He's, writing, like, he's writing a letter with looking over, well, basically looking over their shoulders. Yeah. She's looking at him thinking, I'm sorry you had to say that line. <laughs> I'm sorry you're in this movie. Yeah. Hey, one thing I will point out here. Her dress is the same color as his scarf. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're actually doing it when he overhears this conversation. I mean, it's a terrible version of it, but... Sure, but it's... it's at least they're trying. Could have been worse. Yeah, never mind. They're butchering it. Loving because <laughs> you don't have a choice. Wah. Her whole point is that I chose to continue to love him. That's the whole point she makes in the conversation he overhears. Yeah. That she's like, I, my, like, I, I choose him. I choose him, even if he never loves me. Not, I can't help loving him. Is that's her like, dress. That's like Mr. Darcy's failed proposal. Right. Exactly. Is her dress cashmere? I don't know. Because it looks a oh. little bit too soft for the era. Yeah, hard to say. Yeah. The universe has perfect timing. Just just how they used to say Yeah, that's it. definitely how what Austin was thinking when she was writing her books. <laughs> The people in the background are definitely, are they participating in the scene or? They're just. They're just having tea. Just collecting a paycheck. Great, great room. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is a very nice shot. Someone has left me a letter on the table. Oh, fourth wall. No voiceover reading the Don't letter? Don't do it. Don't do the fourth. Oh, they did it. Here we go. Sorry, right now, this is he's, she's reading the letter. So if you're listening to this and not watching with us, she just said, I'm half agony, half hope, and looked at us <laughs> in the camera. Um, his handwriting seems a little bit... Uh, not not great compared to what he probably would have in the era. It's better than mine. Yeah, but he's a sailor. We're like the average fair fair. He's just used to the, he writes his shaky hand now because he's used to boats moving sideways all the time. Right. That's right. Yeah. The rocking motion. Oh, she just read. I've loved no one but you. Oh, and again, right into the camera. Oh, go run and meet at the airport. Go to the airport. <laughs> the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> go. Go to the airport. Get a, ta- get a, get a cab. Who, wait. Why are these random Whoa. people? Like- Making out. Oh, no. What's happening? What is? There it is. <gasps> is that no. Elliot? How dare oh, you? Oh, no. Now your sister. Wait, how did they... <laughs> We don't know, and we don't care. And he's like, and he's like, whatever. Yep. Yeah. All right. Huh? Why does he into her? Wait, is that how much? Wait, what? How much of that is in the book? About the, making, the out. making out in the corner. No, but... yeah, Mr. Elliot runs off with her companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But not like that, Mrs. Clay, outside the room yeah, where no, she's standing. That's not it. No. Oh, here we go. So just like that, they're like... Just like that. That's all. Do you know how it ends in the book? They go for a walk. You know, and I I, I don't have a... Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. (laughs) No. No, I mean, you have to kiss. They have to kiss, but in a movie. But I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't have to kiss. They don't have to even... And like Jane Austen could never have written them to do anything about that and get it published, probably. Man, and then this ham-fisted pop music coming on. Yeah, the anachronism, I don't actually, I'm not like a, uh, I don't have a problem with weird anachronisms like that, you typically, but like, it. I don't know, It's got. it's got a very... Um, indie uh college indie film school vibe yeah. going on here. and it's just explaining the emotions we're supposed to feel right exactly it's and not that... like um one of my favorite anachronistic music moments is when david bowie's golden years comes on in a knight's tale oh yeah. nice well, that, that movie, movie is brilliant yeah. yeah yeah that's a great example of it we should do a watch through of that <laughs> they don't get married. This is dumb. <laughs> what in the world? What? Why is why that is, necessary? It's not. What? And why is that necessary? <laughs> Who's that guy? 
The one that she was sitting like, next that's to. That's the sad captain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they were reading Lord Byron together. I don't know who that is. Everybody's got to pair off for some reason. Even the husband and wife have to pair off. I think... Mrs. It's Russell's okay going to, to Europe. find love on your terms. <laughs> However unorthodox. That's a, that is like literally the opposite of Austin's <laughs> entire point. Well, even Don't if this wasn't an Austin... tell you how to live or who to e- love. Even if this was not an Austin adaptation, that's bad writing. Right. Yeah. If the whole movie had been them talking about sailing and like trying to navigate and stuff, I'd be cool with that actually. Sure. Like show us how smart he is at like doing stuff. <laughs> doing stuff and whatever. Wow. That's I just that scene just took a took a turn. I would like to go to Venice and Constantinople. Oh boy. <laughs> did she just wink at the camera when she said that? She yeah, sure did. She did. Or at least raise her eyebrow. Yeah, I guess that's true. It was suggestive in some way. It was suggestive. You know, what's a shame is Birdie, this musician, actually is pretty good, and she mm-hmm. has a bunch of covers that are really good. Um, but it's a, it's a weird tone for a movie that, like, did not... It felt like half the time it wanted to be slapstick. Yeah. And a period piece. I'm just so glad it's over. Yes. Her winking at the camera was that no! was the worst moment of the whole movie. <laughs> Dope glyphs, yeah. though. Like, really great. As always. I think they're a little famous. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Based on the novel. No, it wasn't. Guys? <laughs> Not based on the novel person. Based off the novel. The yeah, exactly. This is a classic example. People say based off stuff, and this really was based. It was so based off that it just it just fell to the ground. Oh, right off. Hey, okay. Right over the cliffs of the what's what's your what's your Netflix about to play next? Oh got mail. Uh the sea beast. When a young girl stows away on the ship of a legendary sea monster hunter, they launch an epic journey into uncharted waters. Seinfeld just started on mine. Wow. You've got mail on mine. (laughs) I feel like that works for all of us. Um, Yeah, I think, well, you know, the algorithm is meant to, meant to know. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, guys. I had to say what was my worst, most hated moment. I might need a Mount Rushmore. Oh, we got to go back. Worst moments. Yeah, we should think about that. Um, We're winking at the end is pretty rough. Yeah. The fall, yeah. I think, was pretty poorly done. Yeah, it was. And For it, yeah, me, it's definitely when was, she goes to the bathroom in like, the woods. Sure. Or is about to, yeah. And then sprains her ankle. Yeah. Yeah. That's Heart that's a, twice in a scene. Was, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The um, the wine spilling on her head. The octopus. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Elliot. Mr. The Elliot. Cousin, the cousin one. At every moment. Yeah. The way none of it makes sense or is consistent or like it totally well, works. Sure. There's that. To be fair, there's that. Sean, let's get. What are your four favorite movies though? Before we go, what do you, we got? We got to hear from you. Oh, people yeah. are get, People are getting to know you here on the show. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, man, I think uh, I think the Babette's Feast. And the apartment. Oh, that's such a good choice. Are, are easily are easily in the top two. Um, the Russian Ark. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Russian Ark. Huh. And uh, man, Bambi. <laughs> I always. If you give me if you give me five slots to fill, the fifth is the hardest. If you give me four slots to fill, the fourth is the hardest. Because uh, it's the boundary. Okay, you have yeah, six slots. Now yeah. pick a fourth. Wow. Whew, thank you. Uh, I know that's not real though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Heidi, do you have? Do you know what yours do, are? No, and for me, this question is a lot like. Like if I was to ask somebody who's not a reader what their favorite books are and they're intimidated mm. to tell me, this oh. is how I feel about movies with the two of you. Heidi, don't, no, don't think about it like that. Just what do you, if you could watch a movie, I will if you say were to this. die tomorrow, yeah. you could watch one movie tonight. I don't know what it would be, but I will say <laughs> that a couple of weeks ago, I told the whole story. <laughs> of legends of the fall to lucy like i narrated the entire movie from the beginning to the end once upon a time and then i showed her the scene when um when anthony hopkins has the stroke and then he comes out of the cabin and tristan is there with the horses and they come back and then he writes when he sees Tristan, he writes "Am happy" on the slate backwards with with a piece of chalk because he can't talk anymore because he had a stroke. And then the next day, I got up and Lucy had had put it written "Am happy" on like twenty seven sticky notes and put them all over the house. Uh, good sense of humor. So. I like that. Good job by her. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Well, guys, uh, we'll have to, if this goes over well, if people like it, I'm sure there's lots of movies we could do these with. We could do them with other adaptations. Uh, every so often we could do it. We could do a, uh, either a hate watch or a love watch adaptation of a love watch. literary movies. Sometimes it's going to be ones we like. Yeah. I want to do, I don't, I, I would love to watch The Apartment with the two of you. Oh, I would wow. love to do that. That would have you be watched so it? Fun. You've seen it, right? Well, just because you recommend it, because I don't know movies. And so yeah. I, you were like, you've got to watch this movie. And I loved it. And I watch, now I watch it all the time. But so I, all right. yeah. So I think that'd be really fun to love watch a movie. And we could all watch Legends of the Fall. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now that'd we know a, the key moment. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a love-hate watch. Oh, for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's got Brad Pitt, right? Sure it does. does and say I, no more well it is it was my favorite movie in college because i was like this movie gets me like as melancholy <laughs> as my soul is this movie and really is. it was just that you liked watching brad pitt well i mean yeah, that that, that yes <laughs> but 
there's 22 there's year more. old Brad Pitt. there's more to it there's much yeah. oh yeah there's, there's so Anthony much Hopkins there's so many feelings in it and that was breakfast lunch and dinner to me in college so that yeah. was that was a big that was a good time that, that's a Jim Harrison story isn't it yes I believe so great poet well we're still here right. for absolutely no reason whatsoever Not none that's um, right all right, guys, this was, uh, I was going to say fun. This was interesting, but it was fun to experience it with the two of you. I I'm going to now fun. go, yeah, I'm going to now go on Letterboxd and give that movie one star. Uh, star. <laughs> Maybe two, because one's pretty low, pretty bad. You know, it's almost one. like it doesn't exist. Yeah, um, I wish it didn't. So, all right. Well, see you guys later. Thanks to everyone who um, listened. I don't, I, we, we appreciate it and question your judgment. Yeah. If you've made it this far, kudos. I love you forever yeah exactly. and and we'll yeah and we'll see you um on the other side of once we've recovered that's right <laughs> I know. well right. for sean johnson and for heidi white i'm david Kern. thanks so much for listening until next time happy reading but definitely not happy watching